0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Built by Bama Online podcast presents a breaking news edition of BamaOnline.com. Right here with you, Travis Ryder, senior analyst for BOL, joined by site publisher Tim Watts. And there had been some momentum in this particular corner of this recruit we're going to talk about, Tim, and it looks like it came to fruition, Alabama with an absolutely, literally and figuratively huge pickup along that offensive line.
1: Yeah. I mean, Alabama fans have been waiting on a big one. And personally, I like several of the commitments they've got I think they were putting together a really good class. But when they go in and land the nation's number one offensive tackle, 24-7 sports has him number one offensive tackle in the country. He's number three overall in the nation. That's J.C. Latham from IMG Academy. And like you said, this guy, he's a monster. This is a big tackle. They're looking for tackles. They're looking for that big guy, the, you know not only big physically, but just big, that big splash guy. Here he is. You won't find a bigger one than this. This kid could have named his schools, had Alabama, Ohio State, LSU in the run. A lot of people thought Ohio State was in the driver's seat, and I think Ohio State had did a good job with him heading into February. February February's really early in the recruiting process. You still have a year to go. I think Alabama, Baloo probably helped out here a little bit, having been at IMG. He's familiar with him. Evan Neal, uh, and this, the whole Alabama staff did a great job to land this guy at a much needed position.
0: Extensive history already at IMG for Alabama, as you alluded to there. You know, Bo Scarborough, you mentioned Evan Neal, Dylan Moses, Trey Sanders. So the beat continues for Alabama down at IMG. You also talked about how it appeared at one point that perhaps this could be more of an Ohio State situation for J.C. Latham. What kind of changed all of this, in your opinion? I know you've been out in front of this in the last week or two. Where did this sort of make a switch towards Alabama with Latham? You
1: know, I think Alabama is just, you know, they don't you know, I think it's a little frustrating for Alabama fans, but the Alabama staff doesn't like smother a kid in like one day. There's not this all of a sudden huge push where everybody's, pushing for a kid. I just think it's a long process. And I think it's as simple as laying out. Here's what we can do. Here's what we say we will do. Here's what we've done. And I think for a lot of kids, especially those kids, you know, and I always use Minka as the example, but those kids that say they're three and done and they mean it, (laughs) they mean they're coming in degree, all American national championship, first round draft pick. I think for those kids that think like that, I think that's the perfect scenario. You know, if you look, you know, Ohio State has like double digit offensive tackles on scholarship. They've did a great job of recruiting. That could have factored in. Also the relationship, as I mentioned, with Baloo, the relationship at IMG, uh, you know, Charles Huff, Flood, they did great jobs recruiting this guy. So I think that factored in, especially given that, you know, you know, Baloo and them were they were hired, you know, sort of late and just now getting a chance to know some of these recruits. And I think they're they definitely played a factor.
0: You know what? Baloo, I believe Baloo and Ray were at IMG also. And you talk about that connection and how it works with Evan Neal being down there. You know, Evan Neal can sort of provide testimony to uh, the work of those guys even before their arrival to Alabama because Evan Neal has sort of been on this path of a body transformation dating back to his time at IMG. And I believe that started with. Uh, in conjunction with working with Baloo and Ray down there, so yeah, you've got some uh, you've got some proponents of those guys too. That, and you talk about that position, man. It's everything for a lot of these guys because between weight, you know, trying to to get to a, a you know a, a peak performance level from that perspective, uh, it, it's it's money in the in the bank in a lot of instances. For those offensive tackles, we're going to step aside to a quick break. When we come back on this breaking news edition of the built by Bama online podcast, we'll ask Tim what could be next for Alabama, not only on the recruiting trail in general, but the offensive tackle position as we move forward. That with Tim coming up next.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
0: All right, Tim, so you look at the situation, and J.C. Latham, as you noted, the number one offensive tackle prospect for the 2021 cycle according to 247sports.com, but listening to you, listening to Hank South, reading your updates, your nuggets, reports there on the roundtable and on bammonline.com, doesn't sound like the Crimson Tide's done at the offensive tackle spot.
1: No, I mean, they're going to lose some really talented guys this year, so they're definitely trying to add those bookends. And, you know, the thing about it is you, you can't fault them for shooting for the stars. Amarius Mims is another guy they're after, a big offensive tackle from Georgia, along with Tommy Brockermeyer, who Alabama seems to be in pretty good shape with him. He has a twin brother who also is no slouch on the offensive line, doesn't get near enough credit, but he's a heck of an interior lineman. But Tommy, you know, we're talking about tackle, so Tommy's a guy – that Alabama feels pretty good about right now. I think is in pretty good shape. He's a Texas legacy. So Alabama's trying to add those bookend tackles. They've had some success with that, as we've seen. They've added guys like Jedrick Wills and Leatherwood who came in, sealed up those bookends, and you know helped Alabama win a lot of football games. And as crazy as it sounds, if you, they were to add a Latham and, say, a Brockermeyer, it would be very similar. It would actually be a higher-rated group than Wills Will's a little bit slept on, not a lot, but a little bit, because he was, you know, again, that term dancing bear, Jedrick was a fantastic football player, but you had about Alex Leatherwood was a top five consensus player, which is Latham. Hey, and Brockermeyer, had he been healthy his junior year, had good film, him, he would be in the discussion for number one overall, in my opinion, just like Latham is.
0: So what sort of a- a- momentum can a commitment like this produce for Alabama or is Alabama concerned about that right now? Is it more of a a patient approach that you've outlined in the past that just because you get a, a top five, top 10 consensus player in the country in the boat doesn't mean there's going to be sort of this breaking of the dam and a flood of commitments, but where does Alabama go from here in your opinion?
1: You know, I think Alabama, I mean, I think every staff is different. There's staffs that like to build the hype and, you know, have everybody tweeting winky signs on Twitter. You know, you see a lot of that. We've seen a little bit up from Alabama and stuff, but uh, some want to build suspense. Some, you know, some just want them to pop, and they want to plan it out on a certain day to get more traffic. I don't think Nick Saban cares. I don't think he cares. <laughs> I don't think Nick Saban knows there's more traffic Sunday night than Friday afternoon. So I don't think any of that matters to him. I, I think Alabama wants the kids to come in at their pace. They doesn't, re- they don't really push it, you know. I've never heard a kid say they were pushed for a commitment. Now, when we get closer to signing day, there will be more, more serious discussions of, you know, hey, we got to know we got one spot left for this position. But right now, I think they're okay. I've never felt any panic coming from Tuscaloosa when it came to recruiting. And I've said all along, I think Alabama's going to be all right. I think Nick Saban, if he knows anything, if he knows anything at all, I think Nick Saban knows recruiting. So I think Alabama fans should feel rest assured they're going to fill uh, this class up, and it's going to be a pretty good class when all said and done. Now, with that said, you had Ohio State, you had Clemson, you had double digits, Tennessee with, you know, 20-something commitments. So I, I see why the Alabama fans were sort of like, let's go, let's go. But, again, this is, a, you know, as, as frustrating as it is at times, this is definitely a marathon, not a sprint. Who's winning in May on the, on the recruiting team rankings – Doesn't mean a lot if he ain't leading in December.
0: Yeah, you've said it time and time again here on the podcast in the last couple of months. There's going to be sort of this second phase to recruiting because of the early commitments due to the pandemic and kids not being able to visit schools and a lot of re-recruiting perhaps going to have to be done by Tennessee and some others uh, as we get into perhaps the fall and. You know, we're still not 100 percent certain that there's not going to be an adjustment made to the early signing period this time around. Um, you know, there's been talk that perhaps it'll just be the February date and there won't be a December date this time around because of the the pandemic and how it's pushed everything back. We'll wait and see on all of that. Well, Tim, as always, great stuff. Great work for us there at BamaOnline.com. It's J.C. Latham, the nation's number one offensive tackle prospect for the 2021 recruiting cycle uh, announces he will attend the University of Alabama. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Travis. Thanks to you as well. Keep it locked to BamaOnline.com and right here to the Built by Bama Online podcast. We're going to keep you up to date on situations as they break. For Tim Watts, Travis Schreier. Thanks again. Talk to you again real soon.